Thanks for tuning in to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. Here you'll find tips, insight, and information to help your music and your ministry succeed. Whether you're a singer, a musician, or a songwriter, we want to help you where you are, but we also want to help you get to where you want to go. We believe that our talents are God's gift to us, but what we do with those are our gift back to God. Yesterday's information is important, but what we can learn today will make this the best day yet. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the CNS podcast, The Best Day Yet. This is episode four and really excited. Um, we're going to be talking vocal warm ups today and uh, the importance of that on your uh, daily routine. We've already we've, we already talked practice a, a couple episodes back and um, I'll save this. I'll save this next statement for when I bring the guest in because that'll be fun to get her her take on this. So we do have a guest with us today, and she's no stranger to CNS. Um, she has been on staff with us for the last eight years, and um, what a gifted uh, vocalist this, uh, well, I was going to say young, she's not as young as she used to be, uh, but she's still uh, just a mere child. Um, if you don't believe me, wait to hear her talk. So, uh, but she is an amazing vocalist. She's a worship pastor in North Carolina. And um, just she's one of our fan favorites when it comes to uh, CNS in our summer session each year. So this is Tara Jackson. Tara, say hey to everybody. Hey, everybody. Look at that. She said it. <laughs> I asked and she responded. So what I was going to say while I go, Tara, was this. Um, mm. <laughs> we've talked practice already and I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it out loud. I have come to notice something in all the years that I've done this. Uh, our mm -hmm. vocalists are the most lazy ones out of all of us when it comes to <laughs> practice. I mean, you're not yeah. wrong. <laughs> right? So they, it's it, the, the mentality is this. I use my voice every day. So that's practice. Right. And, right. Um, you know, it's, it's not. And this isn't the topic today, but a future podcast. We're going to talk about... Um, I mean, I've traveled with people that thought when they were vocally tired that if they talked more during the set, they would rest their voice. In the long run, they were doing just the opposite. What we're talking about today are things that you will become part of your daily routine. So, Tara, what is your take on that? Do you want to defend all you singers out there with my bold statement? <laughs> Do you want to start there? You're you're not necessarily wrong um on that and that is one thing that i have tried to instill in my praise team singers is that they can't just come in cold right. um not only to practice although you know it's do as i say not as i do a lot of times um but you know especially on sunday mornings if i'm featuring them on a song um or if they're you know leading a song or whatever they have gotten a lot better about doing vocal warm-ups and i've actually been sending them like videos and audio files that they can warm up to to make it easier so they're not just um haphazardly <laughs> warming up because there are you know there are proper ways to warm up and then there's not great ways to warm up mm -hmm. um, but you know from a daily standpoint 
And again, sometimes do as I say, not as I do. But like last night, yesterday, I'm a part of a, another group in the state called the North Carolina Baptist Singers and Orchestra. And yesterday we had um, our first concert of the season. It was awesome. But leading into that, we start rehearsals for the concert at like one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> and there's a lot of singing. Um, of practicing the different songs. And this is choral singing. And I have one of the solos at the very end of an hour-long concert. So <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot vocally. Um, so for days like that, I am literally warming up from the word go. And from the you know time I get up and I hop in that shower with that hot steam, I'm doing a gentle, gentle hum. Like a, like on the same note. And what I'm trying to do there is just wake up my vocal cords you know, and get them going. And then as I'm putting my makeup on, and this also, I do this on Sunday too. I do about a 15 to 20 minute warm up um, with some audio files or videos that I have while I'm putting on my makeup after I brush my teeth. Because it's really hard to like warm up vocally while you're brushing your teeth. I've tried. It doesn't work. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 could, that could get in the way. I could, I could. Yeah, but especially like while I'm putting my makeup on, because that takes a little bit. Shut up, Rob. Um, so while I'm putting my, my makeup on. So much I want to say. I know. I know. I'm cut you off of the past. Um, but yeah, so I, I do that because, I mean, by the time it was said and done yesterday, if you calculate... I mean, we probably sang the equivalent of 25 to 30 songs. Wow. Once you add in rehearsal and going back and doing, you know, bits and pieces to fine tune stuff. And then I've still got to sing a solo. Well, to do it. Is there a suggestion box anywhere connected with this North Carolina Association? Uh, just, you know, maybe you put practice on the odd, off day of the performance. <laughs> I don't know. I don't well, know. That's a lot. <laughs> Honestly, that's a lot. So, but, but you know what? That, that's really good because are there things with that much singing going on? Are there things that you are, are doing intentionally, let's say with your speaking, that you are uh, eliminating to um, keep something in the tank for that performance and then that solo that's at the end of the performance do you talk less on a day like that um well <laughs> i was telling Corey this our friend Corey. um i sing alto actually in the choir and i'm normally soprano mm -hmm. but i sing alto and she said you're not an alto you're a lazy soprano <laughs> which is which is kind of true in this case because I do have to sustain my voice for a long time. I did choose to sing alto one um, because I'm not having to go up into the rafters as much and put as much strain. Um, but I, some things that I do is I, I don't sing the whole time and I don't sing full out um, at rehearsals. I just don't. And there's other, there's plenty of other people singing. So I sure hope they don't tune into episode four of the CNS podcast, the best day yet to hear that Tara's not <laughs> singing the whole time. Uh, but no, 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 no. I get that. I get that. You know, um, kind of yeah. pick, pick, pick your fights, right? 
Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that, that answers my question as far as, <laughs> yeah, you're doing something, you're doing nothing uh, at times <laughs> to, to keep some reserve in the tank for that solo. At I'll the do end. the whole like watermelon, watermelon thing. So I'll right. look like I'm singing and I'm mouthing the words. Right. Here's the thing. So even though I might not be singing per se, I am still mouthing the words and still working on the rhythms mm -hmm. because like some of these pieces are tricky rhythmically. Um, so you can still be an active participant, even if you're not singing per se. She, out loud. Tara's leading the choreography during those moments. Uh, <laughs> uh, so backing up, kind of. two things I want to talk about. Um, because um, yeah. you, you hit on something really, really good, the, the steam, the shower. There are, and I, I might, um, well, I, not I might, at, at some point, um, I've, I've ran across several things. Really, it's, this has been neat since CNS 22. Um, I've just been in a, a season of study myself, and I've been <laughs> learning and finding so many things. There are um, portable steamers. So you can teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah, this old dog right. is learning new things. Exactly. <laughs> there are portable steamers that, that yeah. artists travel with. And um, yeah. I've heard of a couple different models. And we may take an episode to talk about some of this stuff. I might include some links in the description of that particular episode where they can go and find this. So uh, talk about the importance of, of steam and is it just an opening up process? Is that, is that the correct way to say that? Well, it's, it's an opening up, but it's also, it's keeping the vocal cords um, moist, right. lubricated. Yeah. In fact, I was watching um, a video the other day of this girl on Broadway and she she videoed her routine like when she gets up in the morning because she was playing Elphaba in Wicked that night. And she gets up, she takes a shower, she starts, you know, kind of doing what I talked about, just those gentle hums. And then she got in with her vocal steamer um, after she had done some other warm ups, got in with a vocal steamer to keep the vocal cords lubricated. You know, went over some notes and just, but then she she didn't, you know, talk a whole lot because, um, you know, she's playing alphabet. So, well, yeah, like, if, hello. If she's, if she's the alphabet, she's busy during that. So she's the alphabet. Alphabet. Oh, alphabet. The Wicked Witch of Wicked. So if you can't. Oh, actually, can you edit that part out? Because I was not warmed up. Nope, I'm leaving that in. That is, oh, please don't. Please don't leave that in. We're gonna leave it in. I'll put some delay and <laughs> reverb on it and make it beautiful. Okay, okay. so, um, then you mentioned, um, after brushing your teeth, uh, yes. some warm ups. Are you doing specific things? Uh, let me tell you this. Uh, I, I'm, I'm having PTSD flashbacks here. So, growing <laughs> up, Sunday mornings, um, Everything, everything would be fine until we're all getting ready to, to leave the house to go to church. Everything would be fine until mm. I would hear dad start vocalizing. Mm. When dad started vocalizing, we were running late. And, uh -oh. um, you know, it would start a me, me, mama, you know, by the time we heard me, me, mama, it was time to get in the car. Right. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have flashbacks to that. But are there certain exercises that you do that you could share 
with our listeners? Are you con- are you concentrating on? Are there certain things you do, um, uh, like a for a buzz to open something? Are you dealing with um, oohs to you know vowel placement? Are you are there are there certain little things on intentionally that you are doing for certain areas of your voice? Well, I tell you what, your dad. Um... And a lot of students have seen us will know this, but new people um, may not. But your dad created some amazing uh, vocal warm up CDs. And I kind of use those all the time as he leads you through. And so, yes, I, I start a gentle hum to really start getting into the mask of the face, mm-hmm. um, you know, because that's where you're wanting to move the sound forward. You're wanting to feel that buzz kind of in your upper lip to where it tickles. And then you're just like, want to kind of shake your head like a cat, like, <laughs> um. <laughs> so the cat shaking exercise, write that down. So the cat shaking exercise. Yeah. But then um, you do like a, a loo and that to keep your tongue relaxed, a loo um, helps, you know, to get the roundness um, and the sound and the air moving within your mouth and in the mask, you want an N to warm up the mask of the face, um, like a ni ne na no nu type thing. Um, an ah, an ah help with a relaxed tongue is going to help um, get your jaw kind of relaxed, get your tongue in the right place. Um, so, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff that you can do that are going to touch on different parts um, of the voice and of where you're wanting the sound to come out of and how you're physically um, placing the sound um, as it so, comes out. So um, uh, placement is important during your warm-up as well. Yeah, cer- certain extremely important. Te- certain warm-up techniques are for certain placements. So exactly. Maybe, maybe uh, down the road, that's something we need to fine-tune a little bit. And, of course, shameless plug here. All of these things we go into in depth at all of our events, whether it's um, CNS in the summer, our week-long kind of flagship national school, or even on our weekend regional sessions that we do, um, various places of of the country. You can, uh, if you're listening, you can stay informed on that by just simply checking our website, www.cnsmusic.com. The online school that we do, uh, you know, we go into depth with these things, uh, you know, when we're in in these settings, but um, that may be something we circle back around and. um, Well, and, and vocal warmups are also good places to break bad habits and to develop good habits that will carry over into your performance. Oh, that's good. Um, because I will find myself a lot of times, especially in, you know, a lot of worship, well, any any genre of music, but I'll find myself starting to tighten up in the back of my jaw and starting to push the sound, you know, back from my throat. But then I remember, nope, in my warm-ups, relax the jaw relax the tongue and you automatically that just automatically fixes and you can feel and you can hear the difference so again vocal warm-ups done right can break bad habits and develop good habits that's that's huge right there because uh muscle memory is such a big part of of what we do musically that um so what you're doing is you're saying you know what um 
I, I like to, to teach this way. We, we build off our strength and develop our weaknesses. So if you're yes. saying, you know what, I know this is a problem area. I'm going to, I'm going to approach it right, right at my warm up because, yeah. um, you know, warm ups lead into, um, um, your practice session. So yep. there are, um, there's muscle memory. And then I also think this, I think if we keep repeating the same mistakes and the same problems in areas, we habitually train our brain to that is okay. Right. So, so there's the muscle memory side. And then there's, um, there's, there's the way the brain triggers. If we don't stop and identify something, it's like raising my kids. If I didn't mm -hmm. correct them when they did something wrong, the next time they did that again, they didn't realize that was wrong. So, right. um, you know, you've got to, we're, we're as much as the muscle memory is a part of this. Uh, what I love about you saying that is that's where we are trying to um, convince our brain and, mm -hmm. and, and educate our brain because our brain is like a computer hard drive. It, it, it puts out what we put in. So if we're not programming data and information that we need down the road, that change is never going to happen. My, my dad would, when I, when we would be in a lesson, um, if I would make a mistake, he would stop me and he would purposely make me go over that section 10 times in a row and yeah. called it isolated practice. If we didn't fix that, then you know what? The next time I played, when I got to that passage or I got to that section, I was going to make the same mistake. So it's, it's in the muscle memory and it's as much as training the brain that, Hey, that's acceptable or, or that's not acceptable. Let's correct that. Well, and it's also, it, think about when you go to the gym and you get on hang the on. machine. Hang on. It's been a while. Okay. Maybe you not go to the yeah, gym. Maybe it's, me not <laughs> it's coming back to me now. <laughs> but like, if you go to the gym and you go work on the machines, there are proper ways to pull like, okay, say if you're doing the lat, the lat bar, and you're pulling the bar down, you're supposed to pull it in front of you, not like behind you. Mm -hmm. And the reason there are proper ways to, to work these machines and do these exercises is because they are targeting specific muscle areas and building up those muscle areas. So if you do them wrong, you're not building up the muscle properly and everything's not firing the way that it needs to. You're also doing harm to other muscles and other parts in your body. Hmm. So you got to think of that. That vocal warm up is like going to the gym for your voice and you want to do it properly so that you are correctly um, training your voice, training your tongue, training your jaw, um, training your posture all of that stuff that's going to come together to create an excellent vocal performance. And, that, and that's huge. Um, you are investing in your warm-up in your performance. Um, yeah. And if, if we think about it, uh, I'll give you a, a, give you a shout out here, Tara. It's football season. Um, Go Appalachian. Hey. Yeah. That was, that was impressive. That, that Wasn't really, it? Really it was good. so good. So, but here's the thing. Um, before <laughs> before the game begins, both teams are on the field, what? Warming up. Yeah. Right? If they don't, then it's going to affect their performance. Right? Yeah. If they don't come out and stretch, then um, by the beginning of the game, um, they're, they're, uh, if, if they don't totally blow out a, a knee or something, they are going to 
feel a little bit more fatigued. And then as fatigue sets in, they're going to, they're going to cramp and different things are going to happen that overall affects the performance. You watch any, any professional or even collegiate level or high school or, or on down any level of sports, you're going to see them warming up before the game. I don't care what sport it is. Um, you're going to see them warming up. We have to do the same thing vocally. And, and it's important that I want to stress everything that you're talking here. Um, here's the thing. If you make it daily and it becomes routine, then what are you doing? You're training your brain and muscle memory. You're just teaching yourself. It doesn't become something I have to do. It becomes something that you just do. It right. literally... Um, instead of daily practice, let's call it daily routine. It's just something that you're going to start when you start it. It's just going to, it's a lifestyle. It becomes part of what you do. So that's important on a daily basis. But let me ask you about this. Um, do you change things up intentionally? Sunday morning is, is go, go day for you. You're a worship pastor. Um, you've already mentioned um, ahead of time, you've sent stuff out to your team, uh, different vocal exercises and warm-ups that they can do uh, obviously along with the set list for that week so when it's when it's go game day for you sunday morning you wake up mm. are you changing things <laughs> do you take a little longer shower because you need more steam do you <laughs> brush your teeth quicker because you need more time <laughs> to get into those vocal warm-ups do you change anything on on say that sunday because a lot of our listeners are in the same position. They may not be leading the worship at their church, but they're leading the mm -hmm. church in worship because they're off yeah. somewhere ministering on Sunday. Right. Different, different setting, but ultimately the payout of warming up is going to be the same. So do you do anything different on, on your game day? Um, well, just like I talked about earlier when I warmed up for the choral stuff, you know, I, I do basically the same thing that I do for Sunday morning. So daily, from just a daily aspect, when I'm not singing or performing, I'll do gentle hums and warm-ups just to keep, you know, my voice healthy, especially when I'm talking, because I tend to talk in a lower register. And instead of talking like this, like they tell you you're supposed to talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from from a Sunday morning perspective, in the shower, yes, I do take a little bit longer of a shower on Sundays. Um, and I'm doing the like lip trills I'm doing I'll start out with a gentle hum just on one note just on the same note and then we go up and we just do that for about an octave maybe a little less maybe a fifth and then go back down and then you can start just gentle you know gentle lip trills and you're just kind of going up the octave and down and what that's doing that starts to loosen up the lips. That's kind of starting to loosen up the tongue. And then I'll do, you know, like I said, a 15 to 20 minute warm up, and it's just scales up and down using different vowels and different placement. It's using um, O's and U's and in, you know, like ma, 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 me, me, mo, mu, or na, na, na. You know, it's just different stuff working on different placements. Well, Tara, thank you. Um... This is this is huge. This is all great information. The thing that I'm most excited about with this new venture we're doing with the podcast is it's allowing us, uh, you know, every week to give tips and suggestions to people 
uh, to to help them continue to be the best that they can be. And we we talked about this earlier. Um, we we play like we practice, mm-hmm. and we practice like we prepare. So your preparation is the warm up. Practice is practice, and then your performance mm-hmm. is all connected to that. Your preparation, your warm ups, and then your practice in uh, your practice sessions. So. Uh, Tara, any last parting thoughts you want to give us? Um, you know, just know as um, a vocalist, your voice is your instrument and you carry that with you 24-7. Um, and so, you know, you were talking earlier about how some people aren't able to practice because they left their guitar somewhere or whatever. But vocalists are always able to practice um, no matter where they're at. And in your car, you know, you can do gentle warm-ups. Um, I would I would recommend doing gentle warm-ups before you're fully belting out to Celine Dion. Um, <laughs> That's my problem. I start with Celine. <laughs> but no, just understand, like, this is a, it's a gift. What you've right. been given is a gift. And we are to be stewards, good stewards of the gift that, gifts that God has given us. Thanks for listening to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the name The Charles Novell School of Music. And for more information on CNS and our upcoming events, like our online school, our weekend regional sessions, our creative coaching, and our pastor's retreat, you can visit us at our website at www cnsmusic.com As you've listened to this episode, we hope that you've gained some information that you can apply to your music and to your ministry to make today the best day yet.